0: Hi and welcome to Alumni Stories, a podcast highlighting the achievements and life stories of Swedish Institute alumni.
1: Earlier the threat was on how far you can work as a rights activist, but now the threat is like they can actually come to your house and they can actually kill uh, a rights activist.
0: In this episode, we talk to Mukhtastra Chakmashati from Bangladesh. Mukhtastra, who has taken part in the Swedish Institute's leadership program, Young Connectors of the Future, is a human rights activist working tirelessly for the rights of women and minority communities, despite the increasingly dangerous environment that Bangladeshi rights activists find themselves in.
1: I'm Muktasri Chakma Shati. I'm from Bangladesh and uh, I belong to the indigenous community, or you can say that I, I want to be introduced as a indigenous girl. But as a feminist, I also can't deny that my mom is from Bengali community, which is not uh, one of the tribal communities. So yeah, I'm, I'm half Bengali and half indigenous as a Bangladeshi.
0: Mukhtasre is from the city of Frangamati in the Chittagong Hill Tracks region, situated in the southeast of Bangladesh with borders to India and Burma. It's a region where tribal communities have traditionally constituted a majority of the population, although that has changed in recent decades, with a large influx of Bengalis. And the fact that Mukhtastra is half-indigenous has had an impact on her life, partly because, as she explains, the Bengali majority community hold many preconceived views of minority people.
1: Most of the time they think that the indigenous peoples are savages, they are not civilized, and... uh They are good for dancing in the cultural program, but they are not good when they talk about their rights and what they want to do with their lives. So that kind of opinion most of the peoples have, unfortunately, in Bangladesh.
0: But being half indigenous and half Bengali has also put Mukhtastra in an awkward position of not being recognized as a full member of neither the Chakma minority, which is the name of her tribal community, nor the Bengali majority population, And in some ways, she says, that has given her invaluable perspectives on human rights.
1: So the Bengali people didn't think that I belong to the Bengali community because my dad is indigenous. So they used to level me saying that you belong to the savage community. But then the indigenous people also didn't think that I belong to their community because my mom is Bengali. And they used to call me that you you are none of us, you are you are cross, you are, you know, you came from a mixed background, you don't have that pure blood that the indigenous peoples have. So yeah, I I think I belong to a no man's land. Uh, Because I hold this different kind of uh, identity in myself, I actually can look through an incident from a third eye, because I don't hold any prejudice. I, I, I know that I have the identity of indigenous peoples, but I know that I have the identity of other other people as well from the majority people. So whenever an incident is happening, I actually can look onto that incident from a third eye, from a neutral perspective, rather than rather than uh, looking into the perspective from uh, from a specific identity.
0: Muktastra says her engagement for human rights and activism, to large part, comes from her own family and childhood, when she was growing up. Her dad campaigned for minority rights and was arrested when Muktastra was only a child.
1: Well, we remember that I forgot my mom's face because uh, when my dad was arrested, soon after my dad was arrested, my mother left Rangamati and went back to the went to the capital to uh, to file the case, and my mom. Uh, was in Dhaka for four months, 19 days. And we were very, very young at that time. Me and my brother was, were very young. And our telephone line was cut off because we were receiving phone calls saying that your dad will be killed and that sort of stuff. So uh, our, uh, our guardian just decided to pull out the telephone plug and everything. But the funny thing is uh, my my dad was in the prison which is just opposite of our house. So we used to yell from our house to the prison. Uh, we used to call our dad like, hey dad, hey dad. And my dad used to be in the prison window saying that do your study and everything. So that was the funny part, I mean my dad was just opposite of our house, but we were not allowed to see him regularly, yeah. He was in prison. (laughs)
0: Mukhtastra's dad was released after four months in prison, but the experience of his imprisonment had an impact on her understanding of how the law can be used to fight for people's rights. So so when you look back at it, what what do you think changed with his arrest?
1: Um, In a positive way, it changed that now the people has the courage to fight against the government using the law. And uh, there were lots of people who uh, who, 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 who were released following my dad's case. We understood that we can use the law, the people of CHT can use the law, the minorities people can use the law to fight for the right cause. So it was a learning point.
0: After her graduation, Muktastri worked as a journalist for the Dhaka Tribune, covering a range of political issues. At one point, some of her friends advised her to apply for a leadership program in Sweden. It was an SI program, Young Connectors of the Future, an intercultural leadership program for young leaders in South Asia. And Muktastri explains that the program had a big impact on one important decision in her life. Uh,
1: the Young Connectors of Future was a program that, where we met lots of young leaders, all around from South Asia. So there were young leaders from Pakistan, from Afghanistan, from India. And we, we, somehow the group of our badge were open enough to accept each other with their own identity. And, and, the, and the module of the SI was, uh, was formed in a way which were also helping us to understand how to reflect on our work or to look into ourselves as a person, as a rights activist, as a leader, and everything. And uh, for, for me personally, I mean, SI uh, YCF program was one of the programs that gave me the understanding that I have to go back to my own people. It's actually... After the SI program, I decided to go back to Chittagong Hill Tracks area. Earlier than that, I used to be a journalist in Dhaka. I was I was living a very decent life, very comfortable life in a happy bubble and everything. But when I came to the SI program and I, I had the opportunity to know how the Pakistan and Afghanistan leaders are working in their own country, I reflected on my works, and then I understood that what I am doing, I could do more than that. And after going back to Bangladesh, I actually quit my job as a journalist and uh, to be in the limelight of uh, being in the capital and everything. And then I went back to Chittagong Hill Tracts area. So it has been four years actually that I am in Chittagong Hill Tracts area, and I think, I think that's that's how is I change your life, and you know, it helps you to. To reflect on your your work. For the
0: last four years, Muktastra has worked for the legal rights of mainly women, children, minorities and LGBT people in the Chittagong Hill tracks region. And as a feminist, she has worked hard to promote the idea of gender equality within her own community.
1: Well, the word feminism is relatively a new idea to the indigenous community, but I think there were. Many many feminists in the indigenous community, which were not being identified as feminists, but they were uh, fighting against the patriarchy. And um, so, when I work in my community, we 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 try to raise awareness about the idea of feminism, how it evolved, why it uh, why it came into the picture, why the idea of feminism came, and also we talk about different kinds of feminism that. Uh, exist and um, the one thing that I'm also trying uh, that not to impose my idea of feminism to the to the people of my community because the beauty of the feminism is also it shape up according to the context it's not like something very rigid that can't be changed.
0: But working for the rights of minorities in Bangladesh has become increasingly dangerous in recent years. Last year, the editor of the only LGBT magazine in Bangladesh was killed, and Muktastra has received threats.
1: Well, there were multiple multiple incidents that I received threats. I mean, uh, I I will just say that. See, I'm as as a rights activist, I I talk about the uh, government fault fault that I mentioned earlier as well. Uh, so the. There are vested quarters in the government, or there are vested quarters in the state who who doesn't like to be, uh, like to be, told that they are doing they are violating the rights of the people. And then there is another kind that because I talked about the women's equality and everything, so men men doesn't like it. So I feel another sort of, um, I I get another sort of threats from that side. Um, so. You know it becomes so normal in life now that getting threats for the work I do uh, sometimes we just ignore that we are getting threats because if you if you put attention on the threats that you are receiving then you can't work you can't work in a you know you will just lose your courage and everything your determination because uh, well, that's that's the negative things that can affect your life and your work. So we just sometimes ignore, so we read them, and then we ignore the threats.
0: But since Mutastri moved back to the Chittagong Hill Tracks region, things have gotten to a point where she can't be sure that she won't be hurt because of her activism.
1: I'm in a, I'm I'm in a stage now where I'm thinking that uh, whether I should stay in Chittagong Hill Tracks or not, because many friends of mine were killed in different parts of Bangladesh. So, uh, earlier the threat was on how far you can work as a rights activist, but now the threat is like they can actually come to your house and they can actually kill uh, a rights activists. So, I'm in a uh, dilemma now that whether I I, I should live in Chittagong Hill tracks and, you know, be killed or I should go find the Place from where I can manage to stay alive and then work for my people.
0: But it's never pushed you to the point where you've been thinking about quitting your activism, for example.
1: Of of course it did. Of course it did many times. But then there are also other people who who are sending you messages. I mean, if you, if I mean, if I get one threat, then then. Uh, that is true but also I'm getting encouragement from other people that is also true. I understand that it is difficult to understand how we can talk uh, on the threats on our life in a so calm way but that is a part of our life it is it is normal for our life to get threats as a rights activist and other things because there will be always enemies but then there are always good friends.
0: Thank you for having listened to Alumni Stories. In this episode, we talk to Mutastre Chakma Shati from Bangladesh, a human rights activist living and working in the Chittagong Hill Tracts region in the southeast of Bangladesh. My name is Victor Lovkian.